Roasters Cafe. Delicious. Is it not open? I think they're still doing stuff. Deliveries, I think. Hmm. Locally. So you could get deliveries. I might be able to get deliveries. Dude, I need me some of those bagels. Their bagels are fire. Those are great bagels. I might get my own schmear. I doubt they dole out their own schmear. Yeah, probably not. Schmear. That's a fun word, isn't it? It's a great word. I like it. Josh loves to say it too. <laughs> Schmear. Yeah, better than cream cheese. Is is schmear roll. technically more accurate? It's what have you Jewish had their salmon <laughs> schmear? No, but Josh has. Ah. He likes it. Hmm. Oh, good. He likes everything salmon flavored and he loves salmon and bagels and cream cheese. Lots. Is that still? Thunder. That is a long roll of thunder. Yeah, we got to count in between. Man, there's a storm rolling in on this island. I tell you what. That's right. Good thing we're living the lap of luxury, though. That's right. Super luxurious. Glamping. Unlike you and Chandel. You don't glamp it up. No, no. You rough it. That's right. We right? Do. Chandel and I like to camp in tents. Are you more of a Joey Lawrence or Andy Lawrence? Joey. <laughs> Thousand percent. <laughs> Love uh, that guy. Looking for reception. Among the stars, calling for police, run from stampedes. That's you. No, that's not me. Oh. Well, that's Joey Lawrence in Horse Sense. That's true. I'm, I'm more of a Matt. Okay. If we can put a label on me, I think I'm a Matt because I would be like the rough it, tough it, know how to figure my shit out in the wilderness. Kicking people enough. constantly. Yeah. Get all the fight scenes. Yep, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Gotcha. Well, um... You know what is better than a duo is a trio, and would you look at that? Hey! Hey, guys! <laughs> How you doing? Didn't she see you there? What's up? Didn't she you there? Sorry, I'm still thinking about schmear. schmear? <laughs> I'm talking about schmear. Sorry about that. I had to make some adjustments. I'm Jacob. And I'm Casey. And we're related. It's true. It's very true. And welcome to the return of... Disney Channel Surfers. Yeah, we ride the waves of nostalgia revisiting all those Disney classics from our youth. Um, We started with DCOMs, but we've moved on. Yep, we have. It is a summer of sequels. And by that, we mean the, you know, those cool little direct-to-video, direct-to-DVD sequels. We've got a few theatrical releases mixed in here, but for the most part, we're looking at that... uh, you know, that fodder where it wasn't the best quality, but wasn't the worst. It's still right. Disney, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, we started off with uh, Rescuers Down Under and all that stuff. We uh, made our way through Aladdin, and now we have moved on Sorry. to... And now we have moved on to a sequel to another beloved classic. That's right. Lion King. What was the name of it? Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Because it is. It's Simba's Pride now. Simba's Pride, which there's a dual meaning, I think, going on here. Yeah. Huh? A pride of lions is, you know, that's that's what you call it. Right. It's like a group. It's Mm -hmm. like a group of lions. Um, you know, like a pot of birds or pot of eagle anyway. (laughs) Um uh anyway. And then Simba's Pride, his pride, you know, the pride. Pride, the pride, the right. the pride that's inside. The thing that gets in the way sometimes when you're trying to be a reasonable human or a lion. Yeah. In pride, this case. yeah. You know, there's a certain, there's a certain uh, demographic, a certain culture, a certain class of people that have issues with pride going on lately mm-hmm. uh, these days. Um, it's become more and more prevalent. Um, at the moment of recording this, um, this will release of couple weeks after recording this but at the moment things are rather tense yeah things are rather tense uh the events in minneapolis um and everything else going on we don't want to talk too much about it but what we will say is 
no justice, no peace. That's right. That's what I have to say about it. Yeah. We here at Disney Channel Surfers stand by those who deserve justice. Yes. Um, all right. So, um, and that's why this, it's kind of worked out nicely, didn't it? This uh, is very fitting. The movie is pretty relevant. Uh, so Simba's Pride, do you have any what in the world or anything like that? For I this? did not do That's any okay. what in the world because this falls under the same year as some of the decoms. So I know I covered it already. Roger that. Um, all right. So Simba's Pride, um, I remember this one fondly. Casey, you remember this one? So fondly. Um, I watched this a lot as a kid. This was in our frequent rotation at home. It was. And I've seen it numerous times as an adult as well. <laughs> Um, it's definitely watchable. It's so good. And it's hard to have it. You can't just have it on in the background. You end up paying attention, <laughs> which is good. Um, Solid soundtrack. A lot of it. We can. Oh, my God. I fucking. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I fucking love the soundtrack. It's so fire. It's good stuff. So good. So, well, let's get into it. Lion King 2 Simba's Pride released in 1998. Yes. Um, you hopefully have watched it. If not, here, just pause this real quick. Go and take a look. It's on Disney Plus, man. Yeah, it's so good, guys. Um, all right. So, uh, Lion King 2 Simba's Pride opens right up. Totally a little late 90s Lion King uh, yes. feel going on. A bit of a... a somber opening, but it really drew me back in. Oh, um, my God. It's of african music that's playing and oh it's so good um it's a nice touch having mufasa in the sun as he's looking down over all the yes. events we have a great opening number um it's a great beautiful. opening song right beautiful. um he lives in you or something like that yep. which this song is actually featured in the broadway musical very cool yeah we're uh, uh I think all of these songs should be in the Broadway musical. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, love Kiara scratching at the wind. It's very telling of her character. And I love the name Kiara so much. Um, this is, uh, yeah, it's really cute. Um, notice, so apparently they kind of, you know, they left it. We we saw Kiara supposedly at the end of the first line. Right. But maybe the gender changed. Who knows? Like there's some, uh, there's some theories out there. Mm. Um, but, uh, we'll get into that. I think I made note of it near the end, but okay. So we were introduced to Kiara, the daughter of Simba, um, the king of, uh, whatever, Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. The pride. Oh, the pride lands. The pride I guess lands, that's what yeah. they call it. And, uh, Timon and Pumbaa are back. Um, they, uh, they drop us into the, they drop us out at the end of the opening sequence talking about how much they're going to have fun, like teaching this kid how to belch and dig for grubs and all yes. this stuff. They think it's a boy, but no, Rafiki reveals it's a girl. And yeah, the nineties are alive and well, you know, a good dose of casual sexism, like just, you know, yep. just slight little digs like girl. Oh no. Like Oy. Simone and Pumbaa can't stand the thought of that oh my god what are we gonna do with what her? are we gonna do how can we possibly communicate with a girl um i i get it no <laughs> um so simba is productive and overbearing we get that that's the next scene yes he is definitely like the picture of an overbearing dad mm -hmm. which i guess i get like with his childhood and with yeah, all the trauma that yeah. he's had like he would be you know mm -hmm. it makes sense mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um basically he has timon and pumbaa following her everywhere <laughs> he uh tells kiara to stay on the path that he's marked for her um again very character telling um and this kind of establishes you know where everybody's starting out character wise like yeah. kiara is pretty ambitious and just rambunctious and just really playful much like simba was when he was young mm -hmm. and nala even points that out She's like, hey, does she remind you of anybody? <laughs> Pinchy <at> again. <laughs> Betrayed by an uncle, you know, ends up killing her. Yeah, you'd have issues, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. And just like the way that he grew up was completely and totally away from all of it. So mm -hmm. I can imagine like him feeling scared and protective of her. We're reusing lots of Lion King 1 bits, as uh, these sequels tend to do. They love that, um, yep. They like to reuse a old formula, which 
kind of carried on over into certain, you know, live action remakes. So I don't True. know. Um, <laughs> Disney just can't let things go. Um, animation is probably the strongest of the sequels so far. Agreed. Um, you know, I I think, you know, Rescuers Down Under is kind of an outlier. That was a theatrical release. Right. Uh, Simba's daughter is um, attracted to the Outlands, similar to how Simba was attracted to the Elephant Graveyard. Right. Yeah. She's totally like, I want to check it out. I want to see it. And I don't blame her. I like dangerous shit, too, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Timon and Pumbaa totally rock in this one. I remember that as a, you know, as a kid, like those were the ones you gravitated towards. Timon and Pumbaa, you know, they're gross. Oh, they eat bugs. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Probably like (laughs) every kid's favorite Lion King song. And they introduce us to the lifelong debate of, you know, those early aughts kids, Mm. you know, um, millennials. Okay. Slimy or crunchy, right? You know? Right. And, uh, Casey, I gotta ask, slimy or crunchy? Crunchy. Yeah, I'm the same. It's gotta be crunchy. I'm a texture phobe. Like, I'm really weird about texture. Um, I definitely can't handle things that are too slimy in texture. Like, I don't eat certain sushi um, because of that. I can't eat oatmeal. Like, mm-hmm. there's just certain <laughs> things I just literally cannot eat because of the texture. Yeah. And so I have... Good old crunch. It's gotta be crunchy. Can't go wrong. It's gotta be crunchy. Hmm. Name something that is made better because of the crunch. Pickles. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> 100%. Pickles. Because you know what I hate? Mm. Is not a crisp pickle. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not Soggy like... Soggy pickle. I Ew. do not like a pickle that's <laughs> not crunchy. I want to hear it crunch. Vlasic pickles. So great. Slimy or crunchy. Uh, Kiara runs into Kovu and yes. Outlander. Um, and uh, they are they hit it off rather well. Um, an outsider doesn't need anybody, Kovu says. So establishing that he's a very roguish devil um, into taking risks. <laughs> you know. And Kovu, again, they are killing it with these names. That's a great <laughs> name. Totally. And he totally looks like, you know, coffee. Like coffee, <laughs> Kobu right. coffee, and uh, looks. He also resembles a certain other lion with the dark mane and so forth. You know, ska, Yes, um, and he's uh, he's running along these what look to be logs, but he draws Kiara right into a nest of freshwater crocs. That's right, and they are gonna eat those baby lions for breakfast. Big time. Uh, Kovu is kind enough to distract them to allow Kiara time to escape, but she is uh, too cool for school, and she saves his butt. That's right. Uh, from getting eaten by a crocodile, and uh, they get out of there. And oh, these two are s- two are so cute. Uh, I'd watch a series about them in a heartbeat. They have such good chemistry. Adorable. <laughs> Um, afterwards, you know, Kiara is ready to play and she's trying to tag Kovu and play around and he's just not getting it. And she's like, hello, you run, I tag, so get it. So cute. It's great he stuff. He doesn't get Good to delivery. play. He lives in like a poverty <laughs> Poverty stricken neighborhood. He lives in the hood. Straight up. That's I'm, what we're dealing with here. I'm saying. This Kovu straight out of Compton. He is. Yeah. And they right? don't play. They, they, they don't f- play. fight. Yeah. That's how they play. Yeah. It's about um, survival. Survival of the fittest, mother trucker. I love it when she says, you were really brave. Hmm. So sweet. The, uh, and yeah, she's all flirty. She got eyes for that Kovu. She mm, does. Her first girl. crush. It's uh, her first crush. And then, and then though, and then somebody shows up. It is Kovu's mama. Zira. Zira. Oh, she's bad. And she is bad news bears. Um, well, she's spying on them, right? And then, I th- or is it that Simba shows up first? And that Simba either way, shows up, yeah, okay. and growls, and yep, yep. you know, Kovu kind of up. like cowers a little bit, and then Zira's there, and then it's just a you know growling match. So what do we think about Zira? Evil. She's a worthy villain for sure, you and know? that's hard to do because Scar is very beloved. Mm-hmm. He's a great villain. Totally. But so is Zira, and she's like she, Shakespearean. Right, right. And she's like, she actually scares me. Uh, Scar scares you to an extent, but at the same time, he seems so 
lazy-ish. Like he, you know, he like he doesn't take active part. He's he's a coward. Right. Um, you know, I always thought that Kovu was Scar's son, but that's not the case. He's just chosen by, by this. Scar. Yeah, by these outlanders, by by Zira, who apparently like she just really looked up to Scar. Like, right? He, he was, was like he was kind of their king. leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, before the throne was usurped by Simba. Right. Um, so the two buys that the lion cubs shares heartbreaking when they're both like in the mouths of their respective parents, you and know, they have to leave. It is so sad bye-bye. because like kids. All right, here, I'm going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't taught to be racist, man. <laughs> kids are not. Wait, Kids are taught to be racist. Kids are taught yeah. to be racist, but right. they're not born racist. Oh, I should yeah. have said, right, sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, like, she sees nothing wrong with playing with somebody from the bad side of town. She's like, he's just a cub like me. Yeah. And her dad's like, no, because he lives on this side. That means he's bad. Mm-hmm. Simba, what? Judgy pants much? So judgy. Um, it's such a bummer. And Zira's just as bad. Mm-hmm. She says, because they're all polished over there. You can't play with her. Right, and she's got some relevant points. Like, what? I mean, they, you know, they deserve a chance to be amongst the pride, but they're the way of doing it maybe isn't the best. Like, they, yeah, they got no qualms like, about killing. Like, that's not good. Like, right, right, maybe right. Maybe we shouldn't go killing people, but they're, but they do have qualms. They have worthy qualms. They do. Um, she in particular, though, like only hmm, wants to overthrow there. Simba. Right, right, right. It's not about living in harmony at all. At all on her end. And it's not on his either, Mm -hmm. to be fair. Nope, it's about ruling. Right. Mm -hmm. Simba's pride. If you will. If you will. (laughs) Um, All right, so the two buys are heartbreaking. And then we're brought into my favorite song of the whole movie, I think. I love this song. We are one. This song is so beautiful. Um, It makes me cry. Totally. I think it's so lovely. Yeah. I welled up quite a bit. It's a great song. It's I thought this was the one from the Broadway musical. That is not the case. And it should be but though. It should be in the Broadway musical. Cuz this is such a powerful song and I this is also my favorite song in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's beautiful. Um the message there and I really love that she's like, you know, great story. Yes. Totally. Get a good feeling for Kiara, you know. She's like, you know, yeah, I was born into a royal family, but, you know, maybe, like, maybe I don't want to be so royal, like, at least not right now. Yeah, like, come on, let me be a be kid. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, dad. Lighten up, bro. I really like it when she sings the, uh, if there's so much I must be, can I still so just be me? Because, like, who doesn't feel that <laughs> way in their life at some point? Right. You just like whether it be from a job or maybe just from a family that's really oppressive, mm. just feeling like you can't be yourself and you have to be this other Stop person. Stop talking about our family. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, uh, I No, not oppressive. No, a little no. overbearing though. A little Sometimes, overbearing. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um at my work, you know, it's a very office oriented I have to be a certain person when I work there that maybe isn't 100% who I am outside of work, you know. Mhm. Girl you get it. You get it. <laughs> um, yeah, I love this song. Um, you think it's isn't it weird that Matthew Broderick isn't singing though? Like, I just found that weird. Like, it's insane. He mm-hmm. has a wonderful voice. Totally. It's super um, weird, but, but apparently not good enough. Not good and enough. in these sequels, they don't have the people singing. Mm-hmm. That's just like a thing. And then like uh, Jason Marsden, I think that's his name, and that's the voice of Max, and like, well, that's the voice of Kovu actually. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually got a decent singing voice, but does, uh, yeah. they don't allow him to sing either. It's so weird. So um, let's see, uh, monkeys. Oh yeah, during the song, there's monkeys eating fleas, which is really yeah, cute. Yeah, so cute. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, he ends the song. Sim ends with. Sp- saying like he's kind of eyeing the pride rock like you know and uh kiara looks a little intimidated and like unsure and he's like you'll you'll understand someday right for most hated words of any youth (laughs) it is terrible to be told that when you're younger Hmm. it is awful one day when you grow up yeah you'll understand where i'm coming from well yeah i will but fuck you i want to understand now (laughs) right so we go to the Outlands. The Outlands is barren, and there's just <laughs> lots of termites. <laughs> it is a real bummer to see all of the lions so thin. 
you know, in the yeah. Outlands. Like, you can tell that they're not eating well because they don't have fresh life over there. Yeah. It's really sad. Let's see. The termites seem to favor this uh, lion named Nuka, which is uh, Kobu's older brother, I guess, uh, voiced by Andy Dick. Yep. Oh, boy. Andy Dick, people. We got Andy Dick in this movie. That's right. Um, who know? I don't know where he was at in terms of rehab at this point or what, um, but it helped his character either way. Yeah. Um, this term, this poor guy, he's just this assaulted guy. by termites at all times. Um, and then you've got Patani, who is this tough girl lion voiced by Eliza Thornberry herself. Yeah. Or uh, Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zira decides to use Kovu. Um, oh, yeah. So she brings him back and, like, uh, kind of chastises Nuka, who was supposed to be keeping an eye on Kovu. Right. Didn't do a very good job. No. Um, and Nuka kind of is a little bit jealous of Kovu just because he's always regarded as the chosen one. But Nuka's, like, older. I mean, that's, you know, that's got to hurt. Well, yeah, if you look at, you know, king and queen history, it's always the eldest son that gets chosen to be king next. You know, that's the lineage. And so it would be a real bummer to be the eldest and not be the chosen one. Mm -hmm. And also, I think it's more than that. Like, Kovu gets to eat better than everybody else because they want him to be strong Mm. and big so that he can take down Simba. Right. And, you know, everybody else is starving. It's, It's sad. Um, Zira decides to use Kovu to get close to the royal lion family and gain the throne. Right. Because she figures, you know, you did hit it off pretty well with that girl. She happens to be the daughter of the king who I really want to get out of the way. And you're Mm -hmm. the chosen one anyway. You know what? Yeah, you should be friends with her. All right, let's start the training. We're going to do this 300 style. Let's send you out into the wilderness and you're gonna no. <laughs> you have to survive. <laughs> Fight it out to the death. Um, we get an awesome villain song. Uh, one day when you're big and strong, yeah, you will be a king. king. It's a great. So song. I feel like Zira With is the voice of Suzanne Plachet. Let's see. being little wench. Yes, she <laughs> wants Kovu to be the king at all costs, and also so that she can control. You think that's what it yes. was? Yes. Come on. So much, Seriously man. loves her kids. Yeah, and Zira does too. Yeah, Sort right. of. <laughs> In the exactly. Yeah. Mm. Misplaced. Yeah. Misplaced way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep, yeah, Zira. Bad girl. Uh, but awesome villain song, uh, very similar very to, uh, you know, Be Prepared. We get a little termite action, uh, some Andy Dick singing. That's hey, uh, who wrote this hmm? song? Oh, I don't know. Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> How bizarre is that? Joss guys? Whedon, the man responsible for Firefly and the first two Avengers movies. Like, yeah, what's going on here? What is happening? Um, what a random fact. Like, yeah. It's so um, weird. Um. Okay, so let's see. Next shot, I believe, is of... Or, uh, so does this cut to him growing up? Growing up, up? yeah. yeah. Uh, it, he kind of grows up and, and through the song, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it cuts to him being grown up regardless. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, that guy voice. Rafiki is crazy. Yes, Rafiki is super crazy. Oh yeah, this is the Rafiki. That's part. right. He he argues with the wind. <laughs> yes. That's right. So that we cut to this. That this is supposed to be like time is passing. Um, Rafiki's establishing like, oh shoot, they should be friends. So it's like, oh, you think they should be together? Uh, talking to uh, Mufasa, I guess. Mufasa, yep. This is a really weird scene, kind of. It is kind of place. weird. I think it's meant to transition us to the years that go by. Yeah, and also to really spell it out for anybody that doesn't understand. Right. Um, Just we in cut case. To Kovu, who's looking like a nice little piece of lion tail, isn't he? Like, and uh, looking a little older, a little wiser. He has an aura <laughs> about him. He's got a very powerful energy. Um, <laughs> very I'm not going to lie to you guys. Upright. I was attracted to this well, uh, animated cartoon you know, lion. It's like similar to like it's it's normalizing through the years. Like what with Zootopia coming out, like uh, apparently cats out of the bag. Uh, Robin Hood was considered a fox by many. <laughs> um, oh yeah. You know. Um. So yeah. No. He. Yeah. 
he's got an aura, if you will. He does. Yeah, and, he's very uh, powerful. We're using the word kill here. It's like, what must you do? And he's like, I must kill him. Yep. So the plan is to get close to Simba. Um, he's going to make it look like, you know, he left the right. Outlanders. Um, so this poor kid, he was raised to be a killer. Like, what kind of life is that? And yeah, raised in a place of hatred. Um, I don't see much love there. And then we go to Pride Rock. We're introduced to an older Kiara. Um, I think this is her first like hunting trip. Yep. On her own. Right. And we got the voice of Nev Campbell. Love Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiara, uh, it's a perfect choice. Kiara is off on her first hunt. Um, I like how Kiara isn't the best at hunting. <laughs> it is good, isn't it? To kind of see that. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't uh, Simba still assign Timon and Puma to follow her, I think? He does. Uh, of course. Um, so, let's see. Um, then we cut to, so while Kira is doing her little hunting trip, uh, Vatani and Nuka are, gather these, like, um, these torches, these uh, flaming Right. Flaming They're branches. gonna light a fire. So they set the, the yep, they set the land on fire. Um... Which creates a stampede. Mm-hmm. They go. Um, this really, the imagery here is really beautiful and horrible. Um, the stampede reminded me of Mufasa's death. Right. Yeah, great fire imagery here. Uh, Kiara finds Timon and Puma supervising her. Right. Uh, this is where the deer and the antelope play. A nice little line from, I'm telling you, Timon and Pumba, their their line game is on point. Planes are on fire. The field fire is scary. Music sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. It totally does. Kuvu saves Kira from the fires. Risky situation. They try to make it look like he, you know, almost isn't going to. Um, but right. he does. He, he does. And I like the way they did this. It's all very natural and uh, the, like, weight is consistent. Yeah. Hoists her onto his that. back. Um, and uh, gets her the hell out of there. Um, Jason Marsden is Kovu, and this is probably one of his best voices, along with his Max Goof voice from... Uh, and Haku from Spirited Away. Well, I mean, and Thackeray Binks. He's just amazing, guys. I guess, yeah, I guess we just <laughs> kind of named one. them all. Yeah, like, he's so um, good. Kiari isn't, isn't too pleased to have been saved. <laughs> She's pissed. It's like, dude, why did you save me? It's like, um, I just saved your life, lady. Um, how about being I love grateful? How, yeah, I love how put off he is. And now they recognize each other, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. a mystery. Um, she's like, oh, Kovu, it's you. What's up, bro? Um, right. So Simba shows up. No more hunting for you. Um, <laughs> and gets pissed that Kovu was there. Right. Um, and... He's very suspicious. Uh, Kovu lays it on thick, though. He's like, no, I left the outsiders. I'm a rogue. Judge please me. Please take me in. Don't yeah. judge me by my past. Like, please, yeah, take me in. And then Rafiki comes over and he says, how dare you save, save the, the king's, king's daughter? daughter. <laughs> I was like, yes. Which gets, which is enough to convince him. He's like, all right, all right. Well, he's Rafiki right. is like the all-knowing. Yeah, he's the jester. He's yeah. the trickster. He's the, the mystic, the shaman. He knows his shit, man. And he speaks to Mufasa far more than anybody else. <laughs> and deliberately. Uh, Simba decides to kind of put Kovu to the test. Yes. It's like, all right, you can come. You ain't sleeping in, you ain't sleeping in yeah, my you cave, though. Sleep out all right? You can sleep out in here. The cold. But all right. you can chill. Yeah. It's cool. But one mistake, bro. And you're out. You're out. And uh, Kovu tells Kiara, I'm going to teach you how to hunt. Uh huh. Um, it seems like the plan is to take out Kiara at first. Um, that's sort of that's the impression I got. But uh, the plan was always to save Kiara. Actually, um, Simba's. Oh yeah. Then we see Simba having traumatic nightmares. Yikes! Yeah. Could have done without these. Some PTSD right there, man. Um, and yeah, that's pretty brutal. They used Jim Cummings as the voice of Scar in these ones. Uh, who he provided the singing voice in the original Lion King mm-hmm. uh, because Jeremy Irons blew out his voice while singing Be Prepared, so they had Jim Cummings do the rest. So it's just kind of fitting that they were able to have that him is awesome. be Scar. 
Simba decided. Eh. Simba decides to go for a walk, and Kobu is following very closely. That's right. But then he's surprised by Kiara. She's like, "Let's go! You're gonna teach me." Mm-hmm. Let's teach do me this. how to hunt, bro. Come on, you uh, you're so confident in your hunting skills, and Kobu is. He's a little bit arrogant. He's a little, you know, he's a little sure of himself. But I mean, if you had you're to the hunt chosen as hard as he did for food. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is arrogant. That's part of why he's attractive. So he decides to give her hunting lessons while still totally intending to kill her father. Right. Um, <laughs> I love when he's like, feel the earth under yeah. your paws. It's a cool hunting training sequence. I love it. Uh, Kofu's never learned to have fun after all these years. No. Uh, his life has been very like one-dimensional. So Timon and Puma kind of give him a lesson in yeah. fun. Uh, they go... What was it? Buzzards? Yeah, kind of bowling for buzzards. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, you know, I love the <laughs> apprehensive, like, yeehaw moment yeah, with Kobu. Yeah, it was very cute. And they all just take off. They're just having the time of their life chasing down these birds. Uh-oh, but they run into some rhinos. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, um, they chase them, uh, but they have a blast. Yeah, they do. Oh, yowie. <laughs> oh, God. Pumba, Pumba and his fart jokes. Um, so that was a nice little scene. Um, so, all right. Anyway, so Rafiki shows up. While they're laying under the stars. Right. And picking out, you know, shapes in the clouds. Um, I love when he says, that looks like two lions fighting over a scrap of meat. <laughs> that bummed me out so hard. Makes sense. Real bummer. Um, yeah, Rafiki shows up and he's as crazy as ever. Yes, he uh, is. Decides to lead them in a nice little song. He leads them to this weird little, like, I don't know, love nest place. <laughs> um, we get our song, In You Pendy. Um, it's a fun little song. It's such a good song. Um, this entire scene, I used to really want to be a Disneyland ride. Them riding in the leaf and it's so cute. These rhinos look really different than the ones that we saw when Kiara and Timon and Pumba and all them were running around. <laughs> These ones are a lot cuter. A little inconsistency there. Um, I remember they played this like a music video a lot on the Disney Channel. Um, yes, they did. So they would play this a lot. It's a fun... It was embedded in my brain. Uh, Same. So Simba decides to give Kovu a little... Uh, yeah, they get back and Simba's like, uh, I'm going to take... Oh, he decides to give him a shot. Yeah, I'm going to take Kovu and chat with him for a minute, right? Well, um, well, so he's allowing him to come into the cave oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the first time. And Vitani is like watching from afar and right. she's like totally egging him. Like she's expecting him, him to kill, kill Simba him. right then and there. And I'm just like... Is that the best plan? I mean, with everybody right there, like, I don't no, know. No, it would have been really stupid. Yeah. I side with Kovu here, but we know as watchers that Kovu has kind of decided he doesn't yeah, want to kill Simba. He well, loves yeah, he, he likes, loves Kiara. Yeah. He, like, talks to himself. So, right. It's the next day, I think. They go out nice and early. Simba has a talk with Kovu. Or, what the... I think it's the day. Yeah, uh, Simba has a talk with Kovu. Uh, tells him about the first movie. <laughs> Basically tells him yep. the whole plot. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, then cut to Kovu being like, oh, shit, I never thought of it that way before. Right. Um, Zira hears about all this and isn't too happy to hear that Kovu, like, let the opportunity slip by. So right. she's like, all right, fine. He lured him out in the open. Let's get him. Right. Um, and Zira shows up with all the other outsiders and makes it seem like Kovu, this was the plan all along. Simba hears that and it's just like, I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have trusted you, you little punk. You know, different from your fad. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I always felt a little. So and then, yeah, they a big chase happens like Simba's being attacked um he's very outnumbered they run along um there's all these logs like stacked up um uh basically creating a dam uh nuka uh tries to Ugh. be cool and kill simba but ends up killing himself in the process a bit um and everybody blames um kovu mm -hmm. for basically not taking part and for yeah being powerless to do anything um, I always felt a little bad about Nuka's death, you know? It's terrible, because he is just a kid that wanted his mom's attention. 
-hmm. that's what it falls down to. He's just a kid that's always been in the backside of his mom's thoughts, and it's really sad. (laughs) Because he would not have died if he wasn't trying to please her. Right. Zira gives Kovu a nice little slap across the face. Giving him a scar. Leaves a scar. Not sure that was necessary, but okay. Yeah, sure. We needed to give him the scar, though. Yes. Timon and Pumbaa come along. I love the bit with Timon like just lifting up the tail while Pumbaa's left with the heavy load. Yep. Timon and Pumbaa bits stand out the most. Um, <laughs> when Kovu shows up, he's like, let me at him. Let me at him. Yeah, hold me back. Um, and Pumbaa's like, okay. And he's like, let me at him. Let me at him. And Pumbaa's accommodating. He's right. just like, he's okay. Like, Go he's for like, it. I think you're missing the point here, Pumbaa. <laughs> like, it's great stuff. Kobu returns to Pride Rock to face judgment. Simba exiles him. Oh, this song. And this song. This song, not one of us. Deception. It's so powerful. It is rough. It's I an incredible song. I, it's mean. It is an incredible song. It's mean. It's an incredible song. That Which is mean. It is a mean song. Not all songs are nice, Jacob. Hate to break it to you. But this song, you could put it in any racist situation and it would also, you know, it would also fit there. Um, the song is definitely more than just about Kovu, like, betraying them. It's about them saying, like, we don't accept you. You're different than us. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Powerful shit. This song, I could play it this on could repeat. could be. Yeah, Ugh. you should post it. This is relevant to now. It is, yeah. Deception, man. Deception. Disgrace. Disgrace. Has a scar on his face. (laughs) So sad. Ugh, Um, such a good song. So, uh, good song. Deception, disgrace. He's not one of us. Uh, Kiara busts out. Oh, sorry. Yep. Born and breed, raised in hate. Ugh, the song. All right. Go ahead. Kiara busts out of the cave to find Kovu. Uh, Simba tries to hold her back. Very Little Mermaid-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, fuck that. I'm out of here. She busts out and uh, meets up with Kovu while he's on the outskirts. Um, you know, he's got nowhere to go. He's a nomad. No, he, yeah, a nomad. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in a perfect world is uh, the song that we are treated to. Um, it's a nice one. It's probably my least favorite. It's just a little dull, but Love it's it's way. still fun. It's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful and everything. I'm just saying it's, it's beautiful. boring. It's boring. It's boring as fuck. No, I think it's, it's really just... lovely. Yeah, I yeah, love totally. the part where they're leaning over the water mm. and their faces become one. It's very sweet. <laughs> very um, sweet. It's, you know, it's no, uh, it's no, whatever the fucking song is. Um. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I know. I agree. It's definitely second to that song, but I think it's still beautiful. Um, anywhere we go, we're home if we are there together. That's being in love, man. That's beautiful. It's a very Shakespearean story we've got going on here. Very Romeo and Juliet. It is. Similar to how Lion King was Hamlet, um, we got a Romeo and Juliet story going yes, on here. Yes, we do. Um, wow. Uh Whoa, I do not like how Kovu says they'll start a pride. Yeah, for a second, Disney <laughs> forgot cringy. they were making a children's movie. <laughs> start a pride all our own. And she's like, okay, okay, dude, put, keep, your, keep your tail <laughs> keep your tail down. Uh, Kiara um, chooses the noble thing. Yes, she does. Which is like, you know, Kovu's ready to ditch everybody and they'll He's just done. go be together. They're like, no, like, with, you know, like, we've proven that we can get along, like... They can get along, too. They can get along, She's too. She's definitely the peacemaker here, and I love that about her. Great. Um, of course, leave it to the woman to be the one with the sense. Yeah. The good senses. And yeah. she's not going to let, you know, anybody anybody's biases control her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, we can live in peace. I'm proving it here. We just need to get our pig-headed families to see that we're not different we're the same we are one if you will we are one (laughs) um so while they're going to talk it out we got the outlanders making their way inward yeah um and i love this idea of using mud as the war paint and it also helps, uh, helps us differentiate who's who um 
they are they we draw the the line in the sand and we got the two sides um Pumba, oh, I just, there's a hypothetically joke, which was funny. Yep, that was good. It's war, Zazu says. Um, this fight's pretty vicious and intense. It um, is very intense. They did a good job, too, of showing animals fighting. <laughs> I felt like that was pretty realistic, the way that the cats were pouncing on each other and stuff. Crazy. Timon yeah. and Pumba, we need a new motto. <laughs> right. Stop living in the past. Very cute. Uh, so, uh, this is going on. Pumbaa saves the day again? Like, what is this? What happened here? Yeah, what's here? up there? Uh, the, <laughs> talk about the winds of war. Um, another fart joke. Uh, this is really well done. Climax with the kids, uh, talking sense into the elders. Um, you know, Zira and Simba are fighting. They come into the middle and, uh, basically give their parents the dirty looks. Uh, Kiara's just like, what the hell are you? Mm-hmm. Um, a wise king once told me, we are one. She's like, you know, look at them. Like, what differences do you see? Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. It's beautiful, well said, oh, and, and so delivered true. by Nev Campbell. So it's just really compelling to listen to. She points out that, hey, look, at like, we're all the same here. Like, we can get along. And they're Why willing to fighting? go along with it. But then Zira, like, has to pull uh, basically a Radcliffe from Pocahontas. Yeah. And it's like, no. Uh, Kira, or sorry, Zira blows it all with, if you will not fight, then you will die as well. You know, if she hadn't have said that about her own fucking son, or sorry, her own daughter, because it's Vitani, she says it to. I know, it's so It's like, sad. wow, okay, you lost it, girl. You you are blinded by your Hatred. need for revenge and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, the, yeah, the rest of the outlanders are like, um, okay, fuck this bitch. Let's go over here. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, actually, we can be friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, she holds on to her hate until the bitter end, and we get another falling death. Um, you know, it's again uh, with the imagery, people. Again, uh, uh, Kiara tried to save her though, and I she do did. like that. Uh, great character. Um, Simba. You know, and he, I love the image of her, like, reaching her paw up and Simba helping oh, her up. So and she's sad. like, I tried. Simba comes around in the end and finally accepts Kovu and all of the other Outlanders. Yeah. Uh, we cut to a nice little, let's see, a little marriage scene. Hey, they're finally getting married. Very cute. Um, and uh, the joining of the kingdoms happens. I love that you really can't, again, like, you can't tell these Linuses anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are part of the pride. Everybody gets a roar. Simba gets a roar. Nala gets a roar. Everybody gets a roar. <laughs> it's great. It um, is great. I love ends, that. Uh, very epically. And but they but who gets the last line? Mufasa. Of course. He gets to say, "We are one." Delivered by none other than James Earl Jones, who is just constantly being brought back into the recording studio to do <laughs> unnecessary recording sessions. Yep. But we're grateful for it, James, um, because it's like he didn't have very many lines, but they totally brought him back in to <laughs> record these things. I just love it. It is amazing, isn't it? Um, do you have some fun? And then yeah, so that's basically that's the end of that yeah, that's the end of Simba's Pride, y'all. Um, great movie. Great movie. Let's see. Can I've I just got... say, like, so 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck? Not that does good. not align with my views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. Um, I got some fun facts for this. So the director was Daryl Rooney. Um, for a little bit of direction that was utilized. Uh, Pride Rock was often shown from the opposite side of what was featured in The First Lion King. The land is often in shadow. Uh, which uh, ties thematically with the shadow that exists in Simba's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Simba's Heart. soul uh, due to the hatred that he holds on to and the hatred for Scar. James Earl Jones, I mentioned this, uh, came back to record all new dialogue. <laughs> um, he's featured in a little BTS video. Apparently, Joss Whedon wrote uh, My Lullaby. Kiara was originally named Aisha until Disney realized, oh, wait, that's from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> Which, I mean, even after that realization, they should have kept it. But no, that's fine. I Kiara's a cute Kiara. name. That's fine. It's but, beautiful. you know, Aisha. Um, Zira means hate in Swahili. Kovu means scar. 
and nuka means bad smell. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he Hold lives in you is featured in the Broadway musical. Yes. Yep. Oh. Uh, Kiara means God's precious gift. Nice. Uh, Simba thinks very highly of himself. <laughs> um, you may notice that Sarabi is not featured in this film. This is likely out of respect for the original voice artist, Madge, or sorry, no, yeah, Mage Sinclair, uh, who passed away a year after the original Lion King's release. I'm noticing this, a lot of respect for original voice voices, which, is um, nice. which we have uh, totally ditched yeah. in the new age. In the new world, yeah. Um, don't like it. Um, oh. Let's respect the dead. Um, in an earlier version of the film, Simba was going to be killed by the Outlanders, likely an abandoned plot to avoid reactions similar to the death of Mufasa in the original. Good that call. would have uh, destroyed me. Mm-hmm. That would have absolutely destroyed me. I would have hated this movie after that. Um, Lacey Chabert and Nev Campbell were both on Party of Five at the time of filming. Um, Lacey Chabert is uh, Gretchen Wiener's voice. Um, Susan Plachette and Jason Marsden go on to be in Spirited Away together. I forgot. That's right. Remember? She's Yubaba. Oh, my God. And, yes. Yep. Holy crap. Uh, Zazu was going to have a mate named Binti, who was voiced by Jane Levy. Or oh, so they got Daphne from uh, Frasier. Yep. Um, despite being a singer, Matthew Broderick does not provide Simba's singing voice. So weird. This is uh, Cam Clark, who voices Simba in the TV and video game appearances. Hmm. Also voiced by Leo... Leo... Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That is so crazy. Uh, good thing Kovu wasn't Scar's son. That would have made him related to Kiara. Yeah, so that's the big reason why you can't do that. <laughs> Although with it would have been it doesn't matter, true, but right. still in real life yeah. we care. Right, we care. Most of the animation was done by Walt Disney Television Animation in Sydney, Australia. That is, that's my favorite. It's so of good. The, the the other um, animation studios. Zero's death was originally more dark. There oh. are just a few shots that were added in which Kara offers to help. Zero looks down at the raging waters below, back up to Kiara, and she says no. And as Kiara reaches out to grab her, Zero defiantly releases herself from the cliffside, saying never, and falling to her self-inflicted death. Disney cut the scene to how it is today, citing that it was too morbid for a Disney movie. And they're right. <laughs> I agree. Suicide is... Um, it was already intense. Like, we don't need to make it that she did it to herself <laughs> right we already kind of know that anyways mm-hmm. it's implied sometimes it's better to imply it's things implied yeah um it's not my fun facts any last minute thoughts on the matter no but i, I great think movie it's twitter time twitter time yes let's take to the twitter take to the twitterverse yeah um so i looked up this movie in twitter mm-hmm. and just found some tweets that i thought were fun mm-hmm. Figured I might start this little segment. Uh, the first one that I almost agree with is Not One of Us from The Lion King 2. Simba's Pride is a top two Disney song of all time, and it ain't number two. <laughs> <laughs> it is a powerful song. Who tweeted that? Oh, yeah. Let me, let me. Kylan Morris. Great. Thanks, Kylan. Yeah, thanks, Kylan. That's true. Oh, hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. What up? Uh, The lyrics of that song are so applicable to any situation when you feel betrayed. Mm -hmm. True. True that. Hashtag. Very dramatic. Hold on. (laughs) Hashtag very dramatic. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people are commenting on the soundtrack. Every movie soundtrack wants what Lion King 2 has. Mm -hmm. Simba. Every movie soundtrack wants what Lion King 2 Simba's Pride has. That was from Starfleet Academy. Mm. Oh, Starfleet Academy. Damn. Yeah. Cool. Hold on. I'm almost done. Here we go. Here gets into the kind of fun ones. Dana Schwartz, not related to Josh and Casey Schwartz, uh, said, Every night I wake up in a cold sweat and ask myself why they made Kovu, the lion from the Lion King 2 Simba's Pride, so hot. I wanted the same thing, Dana. Dana. 
calm down. <laughs> Annie Lian says, why did Disney give Kovu from Lion King 2 an extremely powerful aura? I thought young me was imagining it, but no. Disney did that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a lot of okay. people are real thirsty for Kovu. Yes. Uh, Prime says, at King Naj, says, Lion King 2 was really a story about a white girl and a black boy falling in love and their parents weren't feeling it. <laughs> nice. Very Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I didn't think y'all think, uh, hmm, you think Kiara's the white one in this situation? I mean, they're both in Africa, so let's face it, they're both African, <laughs> but, uh, but okay, like, yeah, that, that works. It yeah. is, because she's yeah. definitely the more privileged For of the sure. two of them and right. has... Could be a class thing, but st- I get it. Is it is class thing, I but yeah, yeah. No, you could definitely make it applicable to both situations. Right. Any kind of situation. For sure, for sure. It's definitely a Romeo and Juliet yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. falling in love, but the families are like, nah, nah. No, thank you. Nah, brah. Well, great. So um, there's that. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and rate So yeah, last minute thing. Just, it's a great movie. Um, I consider I this it. animation like the closest to the regular animation that you can possibly get. Yeah, I don't want to give myself away. I am going to give myself away. I think this is the best sequel that Disney's made. I do have a contender. We'll get to it. Let's but uh, it. I, this, is, this is a strong contender. Um, yeah, I okay. So if you, I always forget, like, you, you can't quite count the ones that get a theatrical release. Right. Because those ones are always going to be a little better quality, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but okay, so let's rate it. You have your number? I do. I've got mine as well. All right. Out of 10 crunchy bugs. Yeah. Not the slimy bugs. No, no, no. no nobody no. likes we're, those. We're only rating these with the crunchy bugs. All right. So out of 10 crunchy bugs, what would you give Lion King to Simba's Pride? On the count of three, we're going to sing them at the same time. Okay? Kay. That way we're not influencing each other. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got my number. All right. Here we go. One. Two, three, Ten. nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. I, I just, this movie is so powerful and mm-hmm. so good. It's and good I really love the way it balances with the first Lion King. I totally. like that it's not the same story. You I think know? they knew, like, if we're going to do a, if we're going to do a sequel to the Lion King, we better make it good. They, they and thought. I am a sucker for a Romeo and Juliet kind of love. I really am. Yep. I really, really love this movie and parts of it. I could. I don't think anything could ever beat the Lion King, right? No. You think of a Disney cartoon no. movie, you're gonna go to Lion it's King. The, yeah, it's the king. But man, it's close. it's close. The soundtrack is fan- fantastic. It's a great follow. Um, the story is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so good. James Marsden. Love it. Um. Yeah. Just really great. Uh. Not, only reason it doesn't get. I mean, it's still high. Like you know, nine out of ten is nothing. To oh yeah, that's definitely good. At. Um, and, and especially we've been doing like five, sixes, seven days. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, this is definitely this is really the big high. one. This is the gold standard. I think so. Uh, I enjoy this one even more than Rescuers Down Under, I think. Me too. That's and fun. I loved that one. Yeah. Um, awesome. So with that, uh, let's move on to recommendations. All right, Casey, what are you recommending today? I am going to recommend a TV show. A TV show? I am, yeah. Television program. Um, All right. It's on Hulu. It's called Hulu. Normal People. It's a Hulu uh, original. Normal People. That's on my uh, that's on my watch list. All right. I gotta tell you. So it's based on a novel. Okay. Um, the cast is really amazing. Mm-hmm. They're Irish. It's set in Ireland. Oh, I'm out. Shut up. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, it's about first love and also about mental health. It tackles mental health in a way that I've actually never seen a TV show or movie tackle mental health and and it's really really good. What? It also has the most realistic sex scenes that I've ever seen ever. Whoa, hey, this is a Disney podcast. Sex <laughs> sex sells. <laughs> um no, honestly though like the awkwardness and it's not always super attractive looking. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. Great. And I super want to see more things like that on television, you know? Um, body positivity. Yeah. All different body types doing the, doing the ronky tonk. Like you know the what I'm saying? The, 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 the horizontal <laughs> mambo, the, 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 the bumping uglies. The, you done? The, okay. Yeah. Also, um, call The him. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Wait, that one. No, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. 
Uh, also, Connell, the male character in the show, he's mainly the one that you watch go through the mental health crisis. And I really love seeing a guy on television that like gets to feel his emotions and work through them oh, okay. and learn how Diary to do that. I, I just, I just love watching a no, no, guy no. go through mental <laughs> trauma. No, I don't. I yeah, don't. No, no. But I just, right. usually when you see something like this, it's like the female is going mm. through it and she's very sensitive. But this time it is like the jockey guy, like learning how to feel things. And it's really beautiful. How does one feel things? You got to watch it. Okay. I'm just going to say, you got to watch it. I'm not giving anything real away, but mm. it's very good. It's very powerful. And I hope that they have a season two. Once again, what's the name of the show? Normal People. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Is it a Hulu original? It is. So it's only on Hulu. It's beautiful. Damn. Um, you have Hulu. I, yes, but <laughs> not everybody does. You guys can sign up for a free seven-day trial on Hulu.com. Just to just watch Just to watch it. this. Just binge it. There's like eight episodes. I'm recommending a podcast. What yeah. a surprise. It's called, um, and it's quite relevant to the times. Um, if Man, if you're on Instagram and stuff, there's some really good links out there to information that can help towards yeah. this cause that we find ourselves in. And let's not let it, let's not let this moment pass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, of course, it's it, there's a lot of ugliness going on and everything like that. But also, I think it's it's moments like this that uh help define a new age a new you know new step new this progress stuff is new step gonna in progress. be in the history books that history kids read mm-hmm. hopefully um, but the podcast i'm recommending is gonna give you some useful information and it it is hosted by two women that are just so positive and like um constructive in the way they are approaching this which was refreshing for me to hear like a lot of these shows that are trying to you know really trying to be informative Mm -hmm. and everything like that um not knocking them but a lot of a lot of the ones i was listening to anyway uh tended to get a little angry like they were more the liberal more left wing which tends can get angry when they want to um which uh, hey totally valid like yes there's fucking anger like let it let it fly um but you know i don't want to i don't want to hear it like just constantly constantly because there are constructive ways to address it like you can be positive it just makes me more angry and i'm like this isn't actually helping me definitely help um, I do like a dose of it sometimes, though. If I'm feeling angry, like it's a great outlet sometimes. Yeah, totally. But I just don't need it episode to episode. Right. So this show called Momentum, a race forward podcast, is, yes, hosted um, by uh, Siobhan and, I, I'm sorry, Hiba or Hiba, um, give their and uh, give their unique take on race, pop culture, and uh, the uplift narratives of hope, struggle, and joy as we continue to build the momentum we need to advance racial justice in our policies, institutions, and our culture. Um, just really good stuff. Uh, so far, they've got six episodes. They basically do it every month or every other month at the moment, I think, um, which is unfortunate because it's always really good stuff. And what was um, it called again? It's called Momentum, a Race Forward Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, everybody, we're going to wrap things up for today's episode. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us for Simba's Pride. It was great. It um, was. Great thank reliving you. this uh, fun, fun movie. Such a good movie. Really good stuff. Really good soundtrack. Um, we will probably be listening to it as we wrap this up. Hell yeah. Um, so join us next week. We've got a great episode uh, ready for you. We will be watching. Oh, shoot. It is a sequel to a goofy movie. It is called A Extra. An extremely, an extremely goofy, goofy movie. movie. Um, this it was this came out at the height of like the extreme sports era and everything like that. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, you can check out both a goofy movie and extremely goofy movie, I believe, on Disney Plus. So be sure to watch those and uh, join us um, in uh, reliving the nostalgia. Yeah. So look forward to that. Um, be safe. Um, Offer support where you can. You know yes. what I'm talking about. Um, stand with people that need you to stand Guys, with them. just open up your ears and yeah. let's get some. We need listening and imagination going Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. All right, everybody. 
Ta-ta for now. Bye, guys. Such a good song. Put it up to your mic. Which is the voice of... Please hold. Oh my god, he scared the actual fuck out of me. <clears throat> Ugh.